All right, here we go. <laughs> Have we started? Yeah. Well, hi. Hi. Well, hi. Remember well, that hi. video of that cat? <laughs> well, hi. <sighs> well, hi. <laughs> Welcome to. <laughs> I love that cat. I love People that don't cat know about too. that. There's a cat, cat that that meows. It's a viral cat. It's a viral cat. And it, the way like, he meows, he's saying, well, hi. He sounds like a little southern gentleman. Well, hi. Well, hi. <laughs> well, hi. All right. I, I'm so happy <laughs> to have a cocktail. I don't know if the world knows. I don't imbibe except for stay at home, Ken. That's right. This is our little... This is our little treat. So basically. Hey, welcome to Stay of Homekins. Hey. My name is Paul F. Tompkins. I'm Janie Haddad Tompkins. Uh, we are a married couple. Quarantining together. Quar- I'm an actress. Yeah, we decided to quarantine. I'm a comedian. And Despite that, we decided to quarantine together. <laughs> we did. Um, so, <coughs> so yeah, Excuse so me. back to my story. Are you okay? I have a nut husk in my throat. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically I was white knuckling it till tonight. <laughs> It's been white knuckle town. White knuckle town. It's an up and down situation, Uh, gang. Jesus, take the wheel. I'm sure you. (laughs) Well, hi. Well, hi. What if there's a viral Uh, cat that said, Jesus, take the wheel? Jesus, take the wheel. Wouldn't that be amazing? Goddess, take the wheel. I want the goddess. Goddess, take the wheel. (laughs) That's what my friend Jen Sims said. Get that shirt made. She says. Shout out to Jen Sims. She says. Goddess take the wheel. And I'm like, uh-huh. Because I want the goddess to, not Jesus. But does she say it Jesus. like that? If someone says Jesus take the wheel, then she says goddess take the wheel? Or she just says goddess take she the wheel? She just says goddess take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Look, somebody take the wheel. If you're a supernatural being and Please. you have some control over things. Honestly, yeah. Because I don't know who's up there, but y'all lost control down here. Because <laughs> things are out of control. It ain't going so good. It's not, but but we're not we here have to make things worse. <laughs> That's not the point of this. Oh, let me drink some more. <laughs> let me get yes, it. Yes, have some more of your. You can join us. Water. Maybe you don't have weekend water. You you know what? A mocktail can be weekend water. That's exactly right. Give yourself a little treat. You got to. Yeah, and I I like you know. Wait, so Matt and Amanda they do mocktails. Did you know that? Not exclusively. No, but that's but they have like formulas. Yes, I see. I see what you, <laughs> you mean. You see yes, what I'm saying? They do. Yes. They don't just have like a glass of you know water or whatever <laughs> with dinner. <laughs> I want to get into that. So dismissive. <laughs> um, water is good, and I'm thankful for it. Now, water is. Can we talk about water in our lives? Mm. I shall we love. A glass of water. Oh, oh you're going to talk about this? I have, yes. I have, I have convert. I converted years ago to room temp water. Oh, because of me, maybe. Why because of you? Because chilled water sucks. <laughs> 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 because it's not good for your vocals. I know you don't like ice cubes in your water, Mm-mm. but I, I think I, I remember somebody saying one time, and it was not you. I'm sorry, honey. Okay. But you help, you know what? You help keep me on track. Okay. Okay. Someone said that it was, it was weirdly enough, it was at a pitch meeting that I had where an executive, we were talking about water and an executive said. Wait, I would like to know more about, okay, yeah. This was a million years ago and I can't remember what the project was. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) 
but the the one of the executives said that he had heard that cold water was too much of a shock to the system to drink. Okay. And that it's better to drink room temperature water. And then I tried it and I was like, this is fine. This doesn't need to be cold. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I've been a room temp guy. It's better. Yeah. It's now, not, but it's not good for your vocals. No, it's not. You, that's what room temp is. Well, that's also true. You <laughs> have to, you don't want to freeze up your vocal cords. You want to keep them live and lugubrious. <laughs> but now, so I can drink, a, I drink a glass of water first thing every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drink it on down. Mm-hmm. Love it. Mm-hmm. I you, only, on the other hand. I only like weekend water. <laughs> That's and <not> so. <laughs> you like other things. You don't like just a regular old glass of water. It's not your favorite thing. No, it's like a chore. And you take a long time to drink it. I have a theory now on why mm-hmm. I can't drink fast. Okay, I'm interested. This This is, people need to know, <laughs> this is groundbreaking news in our marriage. <laughs> this is huge. Okay, so you know how... you've never offered a theory before. Okay, well... <laughs> Just that you hate it. A lot of people don't know that I have a hiatal hernia on my esophagus. <laughs> mm. A lot of people don't know that. No, I, I didn't announce it. I didn't tweet it. I didn't, like, set up an Instagram account for it. You do, that would be interesting. <laughs> my hiatal hernia. Mm. And now I think it. that's why I can't drink fast. Hmm. Because it's like, you know, blockages, blockage. Is was this something that ever got repaired? No. How do you? I when just, were you diagnosed with this? Well, remember when I had to get? Okay, y'all want to get into my health issues? I had GI. Hold on stuff. a second. Okay. okay, this is as much as you want to reveal. Okay, but people who have GI stuff understand this. Yes, and there's no shame. Even though we should all be ashamed of our health issues, no matter what they are. Although when I met my, <laughs> when, I met, when, I, when I met my GI doctor in twenty, when I finally got to this GI doctor that was a good GI doctor for mm-hmm. me, and I had to tell him all about my GI issues, I cried, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was like. It was so embarrassing and shameful. To cry? No, to, to, ha- to, to have, to these have issues. To, no, to sit down with a stranger. Yeah. To sit down with a stranger and then have to go into intimate detail mm-hmm. about my health issues. Yes. My digestive issues. Yes. It's very personal. It was so per- personal. <clears throat> and like and also I was at my wits end at this point cuz I'd been like, you know, dismissed or you know whatever and but but by other doctors that you talked to or just yes 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 yeah and he so so if you have gi issues and you're going through this where you have to get a diagnosis of something and like basically like your gi which i didn't understand is basically like second only in mystery to the brain like it's what? that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You didn't tell me this before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like hard. It's hard to understand. Why? why. Yeah. <laughs> because. Because. The brain, here's, here's the thing. The brain I understand is mysterious because 
our thoughts are in there. It's but, weird. Okay, here's something sort of interesting. <laughs> like your gut, in a weird way, I, I'm not a doctor. Should I say that now? <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, guys. I feel like we mentioned before that we're not, I'm not okay. I, just, I hope so. But some people might be dipping in now, like a yeah. new listener. I, if people are, like, their eyes are going soft and they look at the title and they may see the word doctor in there. <laughs> we're not doctors. So, I'm not a doctor. So, your gut... And okay, your gut and your brain are kind of like almost the same organ in a crazy way. Is it because they look the same? <laughs> no, <laughs> because apparently, like your whole like stomach lining is lined with serotonin, and serotonin is the thing in your brain that if you're lacking, you might have like chemical depression. Yes. Okay. Nice. <laughs> but like your 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 gut is teeming with it. Yeah. Okay. Why is it in there? It just is because your gut and your brain are like, they're just, they're, they're like an in- interconnected. Mm-hmm. And like my GI doctor, like he didn't tell me this stuff. This is stuff I learned on the internet, which I want to let you know, you don't have to look it up. <laughs> it's been taken care of. His whole thing with me and my GI is like, he's just like, calm the fuck down. I mean, that's not the only, the only thing. Like, I have to take antibiotics periodically mm. for my syndrome or whatever. Yeah. But, like, okay, so what happens when you have GI, because it's hard to diagnose, they have to run, like, every test. They have to run, like, a battery of tests on you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just, like, it hurts on the left side, and they're like, we can do this one test. It's like, no, we have to do every single test that right. exists in order to rule out A, B, C, or D. Mm-hmm. So when I... Foul play. <laughs> so when I... Russian interference. So back in 2013, when I was going through the height of my of my illness, I he ran all these tests, and I had both an uh, an endoscopy and a colonoscopy at the same like time. Because mm-hmm. why, you know, like why have to waste the Michael Jackson Were- medicine on, <laughs> like more than once? Were they? <laughs> If you're going to take the Michael Jackson medicine. Hey, look, if you're going to take the Michael Jackson medicine, get, 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 get as many tubes in you as possible. <laughs> it's like, like, it's like a two birds with one stone situation. Yeah. They might as well put like a, a monster movie latex mask on you. <laughs> put some straws in your nose. <laughs> I probably could do it. Uh, the thriller <laughs> routine. Is that true? No, it's not true at all. Uh, <laughs> it's not true at all. But I was jealous of the people that could do it. <laughs> when you were, this is not part of the. I'm still jealous. The procedure. No. <laughs> there weren't people doing the thriller routine while you were enjoying your Michael Jackson medicine. Well, if you remember, because you had to pick me up from my procedure. Yes. Um, my gastroenterologist told me my colon was beautiful. Yes. You and have a beautiful colon. Beautiful, beautiful. However. On the, on the upper deck, mm-hmm. <laughs> hiatal hernia. Yeah. And so, but, and that's why I have GERD and all this stuff. Y'all, y'all don't want to know all this. This is not happy times. No, but I'm sure, I, no doubt there are people listening to this who go through the same things. Well, I want to give like very expensive gastroenterologist medical school advice and my doctor is basically like you need to calm down like you need to like it's a stress like Mm -hmm. 
not that the syndrome is like that's bacteria I mean like whatever but like all is connected to your brain and if you are suffering from GI like oh cuckoo's coming out cuckoo's coming out to play (laughs) 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 anyway I'm just saying I don't know where all this started why were we talking about any of this oh my why I can't drink water fast (laughs) yes That's right. So Paul can like drink water like he can gulp it down. Love it. Like in a second. And I'm literally like it takes me like 10 minutes to drink a full glass of water in one, you know, go. It takes a while. Yeah. And it's funny. There's like you pause for (laughs) you pause for breath. Because sometimes I get out of breath. Like like I'm literally like it puts me like out of breath. (laughs) Do you remember? (laughs) I forced myself to drink it because we live in a damn desert. But we were in New York and we were having (laughs) dinner with uh, we were having some after dinner drinks with uh, my daughter Natalie and her boyfriend Nico. Natalie and Nico and our New Natalie has the same thing. Our New York friends. Our New York. Our young New York friends. Natalie had the same thing. Really drunk that night, and we, yeah, I was too, and I, I hope they were as well. Let us know, guys. Please. But we had at the at the sitting there at the bar, this beautiful bar in our hotel. We had a water drinking contest. <laughs> Wait, because Natalie can't drink water good. It was either, the same thing, yeah. But Nico can. Yeah, and so we all we got some gla- some glasses of water with no ice. Why did and we I all agree to it? Why did I agree to it? It wasn't really a contest. I think it was more of a, a demonstration, demonstration. <laughs> like at the World's Fair, like at the World's Fair. Exactly. <laughs> we should have had people crowd around. <laughs> Step is right it, up. Wait, is the World's <laughs> Fair still a thing? I think I wonder that once a year. And I never bother to look it up. You know what? I don't think so. You know what? Post-vaccine, bring back the World's Fair. That's what I'm saying. That's interesting. Because we'll need it as a as a planet. Do you think it's just because it got easier because of the invention of television and movies and things like that that it just got easier because they had them into the 60s didn't they did they didn't they (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know but it it is i wonder about that but then i i think it's a good idea i think it's a great idea about it that is very i think very charming and very positive sure and maybe a new virus will get out if we have one, and maybe it's a bad idea, but <laughs> the world's fair virus. <laughs> but maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we all travel all over anyway. Yeah. So we may as well just have that fair. What do we need? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it's not hey, going. Gonna- <laughs> if we're going to be giving each other viruses, we might as well have the world's fair. That's what I'm saying. Bring back the world's fair. Bring it back. Well, just a quick update. Uh, I think we complained about our bougie problem of not having a washer and dryer and and ordering one on it, slapping it on the damn credit card. Mm -hmm. Well, that was an ordeal, guys. Real real ordeal. It truly was. Real Holyfield ordeal. (laughs) Real ordeal Holyfield. Um, Oh, my God. That's a good catchphrase. Is it? <laughs> for you get what you pay for. When we- you get what you pay for. <laughs> yes. 
People really took to that, by the way. Did they really? I got great feedback on our socials. We People got think s- the show has legs. You <laughs> they do. Um, by the way, so many nice messages on the Gmail, and I just have to say thank you. It's it, yes. like I can't even it's very express much appreciated. just the wonderful. Yeah, I mean, there's people out there, you know, listening, and and uh, we're with you. It's nice to know. We're it makes it, hopefully it makes you feel less alone, and it makes us feel less alone. Yeah, I I need to not. I need to feel connected, and that's helping me. Hey, man, hey, take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what happened was the delivery dudes came, pulled out the old dryer, and they were like. Okay, we can't install this because this gas line is corroded as fuck. They didn't use that <laughs> language, but they heavily implied it. If there was a subtext in their in their eye expressions, yeah. it was as fuck. And we looked at it. We saw behind the uh, the washer dryer that it was indeed corroded as fuck. And it's always CF. scary when you see a thing like that. That, that you, handles gas. That handles gas. And that you don't see every day. So you have no idea that it's falling into <laughs> yeah. disrepair. Yeah. And, and it's becoming a murder weapon <laughs> in your own home. Yes. Silent killer. <laughs> and so he was like, we can't do anything with this. You have to get it like a certified plumber to yeah. replace this. So then it was like, we got to chase down a plumber. And like, meanwhile, we're having people in our home, which was not feeling super great. It so it felt so weird. We're we're wearing masks indoors and we're keeping our distance from these people in our home. Oh, no. and it just feels like it's odd. It's very odd. I mean, I was so appreciative though of them being essential oh workers, God, yes. you know. Yeah. Our plumber is awesome by the way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just so you know, our plumber's awesome. And so they came and replaced the gas and then Should we give them a shout out? Isn't it GR Plumbing? Yeah, GR Plumbing in Los Angeles. GR Plumbing in Los Angeles. Tell them Stay at Home can send you. <laughs> then explain what that is. <laughs> and you then will not get a discount. Nothing will happen. <laughs> they are competitive. Hopefully they'll still do the work. <laughs> They're competitively priced, though. Yes, they I are. I found them back when we had to replace that sewer line to the street. Yeah. Somehow, I got so when we many, bought this house, we I became responsible for the whole street sewer line? No, it was our, <laughs> the line from the house to the yes. street. Yeah. And so, no wonder that lemon tree grew so fast. It was getting fertilized. <laughs> like, 24-7. With human waste. With human waste. So, any hoozles, I had to, like, call all these people. And, I mean, it's wild the discrepancies and bids you'll get on the sewer line oh we're going back to, well any but anyway, we're my, going back that far to that story well, my point is that they were competitive in pricing yes. and they did like beautiful work yeah i mean they did beautiful i remember work. your gi doctor said this is a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful sewer, line. sewer line look i know about tubes that shit go through <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> I just called up Gonzalo and I was like, hey, are you working during this or what? Like, mm-hmm. are you whatever? And so they came out and fixed it. It replaced the gas connection. Then we had this appointment to have our appliances delivered in the computer program. Mysteriously. At 2.30 in the morning, 
canceled the appointment. Yeah, the system <laughs> canceled the appointment in the middle of the night. And then I'm calling and I'm like, hey, we're ready for you. What's the deal, mm-hmm. bro? And he's like, there's no appointment. And I'm like, huh? And then he's like, okay, so this got canceled. And I'm like, I didn't cancel it. I was like, I had it all set up. And he's like, it got canceled at 2.30 in the morning. I was like, I assure you I was sleeping at 2.30 in the morning on Sunday. This was verbatim, by the way. This is part <laughs> of the exchange. Was I like, heard her in the other room saying, well, I didn't get up in the middle of the night and cancel this appointment. <laughs> I was like... But well, you weren't being a jerk about it. You were just like I was on the edge. <laughs> you were on the, you're was, on the edge, but you weren't being you weren't being sarcastic. You the way you said it was so matter of fact. I was really trying to control <laughs> my situation because we're in this huger situation. Yes. But it was. Um, I'm so scared about how bougie we sound. It was bad. Well, yeah, we do. But here's, <laughs> <laughs> but. That, those appliances aren't paid off yet, just so you know. <laughs> that was not a cash Does that purchase. Does that make you feel any better? It was not a cash purchase. <laughs> so anyway, so he's like, well, the soonest I can get you is Friday. And, uh, and I'm like, okay, fine. And so where was I going with this? Just that it was not a smooth road? It was not a smooth road. It was not. It was Everything was in place, and then there was a delay, and then we had to wait a couple days. Um, and in the... It was astonishing how much clothing piled up in that. Well, short but also of time. like the when the guys came this morning to put them in, it was two different guys. Mm-hmm. So uh, during the course of this week, we've had six men who are strangers in our home. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's fomites everywhere. <laughs> there's no way there's not. These fomites had FOMO, and so they came <laughs> over here. Oh, I heard FOMO. Mm-hmm. Is now going to be replaced with Fogo. Fear of going out. Yes. Did you know that? I did. I know that. No, I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the point is, stay, staying home is a privilege, and we're appreciative of yes, essential, it is. essential workers, and yes. it's you know absolutely. And now we got to find out a way to pay off that damn mushroom drive. Here's the thing: <laughs> I was I was mixing it up with somebody on Twitter about this. It's very oh, stupid. But really? Yes. Jeb, in a very, not like, it wasn't easy. I don't like this. I know you when don't When you like mix it. up on Twitter. I but. know. But I don't understand sometimes. Like, okay, so JetBlue, the airline. Mm-hmm. I've heard of them. Announced. By the way, they've lost workers. Did you know that? What to do you the, mean? To the virus. Like people, oh, like dead. Yes. I'm sorry to hear I didn't that. want to use that word, but they're no longer with us. I think we got to face facts. But yeah. I, I'm sure that's true of... Many industries. I mean, maybe you know, maybe. But yes. they, so JetBlue announced, "Hey, we're going to do a flyover mm-hmm. in New York." <laughs> oh, I saw your thread. And I'm going to pretend like it didn't. As a, as an expression, <laughs> <laughs> you did. What'd you put tweet? That, What'd you tweet? Acting degree to work. <laughs> What'd you tweet? <laughs> they said they're going to do a flyover in New York. Of Feels their, familiar because I'm not getting paid for it. They're. Do, they're, you know, they're commercial jets, and they're going to sure. do a flyover as an expression of gratitude to first responders and essential workers. Cool. And I tweeted something effective: Is jet fuel extremely cheap right now, and that's why they can do this? <laughs> because I was led to believe that it was extremely expensive. You know what? Good zinger. And that, that's funny. Thank you. <laughs> and that maybe they could take. I heard it was expensive too. 
Yes, it's jet fuel, of course. I, I got charged for, you know, checking bags over it. Is that what they told you? Like, we need it for the plane <laughs> gas. Please, madam. Right. Okay. So I said, what What if they, instead of doing that, which is a scary thing <laughs> to see a bunch of commercial jets or any jets. Like, I don't, I don't, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. What if they what if they threw money at it, yeah. trying to get these people the supplies they need, you know? And yeah. you know, like uh, people I know, chimed people in, came whatever. After you, came after you. Well, they, no, no, I wouldn't say came after me. There was there was one guy who was like, "Hey, what you didn't know is JetBlue is also they did this for the the when the Pulse massacre happened, and they I, you I know, gave know. people free airfare and all this stuff. Like, <laughs> why is everybody so cynical?" And I'm like. I'm sorry I didn't check into JetBlue's philanthropic background. This just seems like a dumb idea. And it turns out that guy was a pilot. <laughs> I don't Wait. think I don't think for JetBlue. But I was like, okay, but he I, I had think I see. For, yes, he I had think I see where you're coming from. But this other guy, yeah, was like, I don't understand why. Oh, so somebody wrote back to me and said, well, they have to. Fly the jets as part of maintenance. They have to fly the jets. Right, like I made you drive your ca- car around the yeah, block the exactly. other day. You made me. Because <laughs> I was like, you I can't. Was like, I was in my, my PJs watching cartoons, and you're like, honey, you have to get out there, drive your car around the block. Because I was like, you can't let it just sit in the damn driveway because the Yeah, ba- I know. Okay. Yes. That. I wasn't, just so people know, I wasn't resistant to that idea. Right. It's the same with the jets, they're saying. Yes. But by the way, that's not an entire fleet of jets, whatever. Okay, Anyway, fine. yes. Their two planes are not but, their entire fleet. So I was like, well, this seems like even worse that they're like, well, we got to do this anyway. Also, it's an expression of gratitude to these workers. And it's like, don't do this. So then a guy got in my mention saying... Okay, well, you found out that there's a reason, and so <laughs> right, you know, why so are you why are you against this? <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. And I was like, here's why I'm against it, and he wouldn't let it go. I was like, why is this less valid? And I'm like, I'm telling you why. <laughs> but also, you're entitled to your opinion. Here's the thing. Every, of course, everyone's entitled to their opinion. I feel like, and so he also later, as we went back and forth, he said, you didn't say anything about when the Blue Angels did it, and I'm like, oh, there's a difference, and I'll tell you why. There's a well, fucking difference. And then I'll, tell, I'll respond to that. Okay. Go Wait, ahead. Tell I'm me why. To tell the why. I'm yeah, to you tell said you were going to. Because the Blue Angels are not a corporation. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing about capitalism it's nice that corporations have these philanthropic arms. Yes. But sure. they are doing it for a reason. Okay. And people have to understand that giving. There's a mo- there are motivations for giving. Mm-hmm. There are motivations, even like on a personal level, like sometimes people do it and they tweet about it because they want to look like, you know, altruistic yes. or, or, or whatever. And that's yes. fine. And, and, and that's fine. And that's just like human nature or whatever. But I agree with you that there would have been a more significant sim- uh, gesture or symbolic gesture. And I'll tell you why. For me personally, mm-hmm. I lived in Manhattan during 9-11 mm-hmm. and I would not like to see any fucking low flying anything. Yes. That's I just this, me personally. I heard this from many people. And of course, I thought about that. I I thought that goes without saying like who. Yeah. Of course, no one wants. Yeah. This. Well, I, li- I lived in Harlem. Me- I lived in Harlem. Right. 
And I want to say it was like a week or two after the planes hit the t- towers. And I was getting out of the shower. And it, because I guess I was like near enough to one of the stadiums or something. And there was a, a craft that came down and broke the sound barrier or something mm. weird or something. Mm-hmm. And I, I heard it flying low. And the sound made me duck and cover. And I called my parents crying because yeah. I thought we were being attacked Abs- again. Of course. Absolutely. I mean, it was like a week after. I cannot imagine how terrifying that was. I it can't was, imagine. And I didn't see anything. I was inside yeah. my, my Harlem apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just saying, okay, fine. Like, I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I'm saying like... No, you got to pick a side here and it's got to be my side. <laughs> I'm saying your side is valid. Oh. I, and I think it's okay for people to be grumpy right now about anything because... Yeah, of course. Of course. But it's like this person would not let it go. I don't understand why we can't criticize corporations. Like well, we, that's, we've gotten to that's that now. The thing. Some corporations are better than others. I, I will give you that. Yeah, and I they're mean, trying. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, they are all corporations, and they give like giving away money. Yes, uh, helps them in various ways, oh, tax wise. Yeah, financially. So helps them. you know, and also, helps also their profile. If you want to their- get into the idea of any show of philanthropy, it the edge comes off it a little bit because it's a show. You know, because if you're announcing, hey, we did this, it becomes a little less of a, uh, isn't that fantastic? You know, um, it seems a little less genuine. Anyway, I want to say this about the Blue Angels. Oh, that's the what guy I think said, was different because they're not a corporation. That was my point. The yes, which, which I get. But I don't like that either. Are and I don't like, I fucking hate going to a baseball game when there's so much military content mm-hmm. in sports now and it's so gross to me mm. and it's like can't can we please not well we fetishize think about yes yeah, exactly I, I know i and know and so like the, the the blue angels thing i don't th- i don't think unless you can identify the blue angels planes on site right which i don't know that i could i guess they're blue it does but feel i would say if i lived if i lived here and there was a Blue Angels flyover, and I didn't know about that because there's not like there's not like a, a community bulletin board that we all go to just to check and see what's happening today. Right. Well, they did it in Philly, like for the hospital workers. My brother and his sister in law went out and saw yes. it, and it was cool. And they knew about it. If you it. know about, they yes, knew about if it. If you know about it, and you want to go out and see the awesome might of American military, then great. But if you don't know about it. It's scary. It is scary. I mean, like there's sometimes like in when I'm in Charleston and I'm on the beach and the and the and they're flying those like uh you know just like mis- uh, exercises over the yeah. beach. I'm like, are we being attacked? Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've seen shit when we've been on the beach in in South Carolina. I've seen crazy military, you know, uh, craft or like like sea craft and stuff. And no planes, like yeah, weird plane. planes that planes, I've never seen before. It's the planes that go over, like it's like cargo yes. and weird things, and yeah. you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, flying low and, well, and making a crazy. It doesn't noise matter. And- you can have an opinion about anything you want to have an opinion about, and if people want to be like bent out of shape, it's probably not because of you. It's because of the situation, right? You know? Yeah, absolutely. But you got at some point if some if if and someone re- is saying I, this is bad, yeah. And you say, why is it so bad? And then you give five reasons why it's bad. Then that argument's done. Do you know what I mean? I read that whole thing and he was like, listen, I'm a fan. I really was just like, I didn't see the thing about the pilot, though. 
<laughs> that was a, yeah, that was a good one. And he's like, dude, I'm a pilot. I was like, why is this guy so upset? And then I went and looked at his profile and the first thing is pilot. And I'm like, okay. Listen, <laughs> whatever. That's cool. That's fine. I feel like, you know, I don't know. I've seen so much more nitpicking on corporations than your mild take yeah. down of JetBlue flying low flying commercial aircraft yeah. over Manhattan. Like, I've seen so much more like, you know, this is we have to do that. We have to stop buying this and that. And, and it's like, no, we there's no there's no way we live in America mm-hmm. and we are enmeshed in corporate exactly culture it's extremely like there is no way to extricate yourself unless you become ted krasinski and you move mm. is that his name he's not the guy on the, the unabomber the office or what wait what's that guy's name? john krasinski oh yeah different ted krasinski oh krasinski. Yes. yeah <laughs> wait, okay. but he did look at cameras a lot <laughs> wait, by the way there's like a unabomber miniseries that i watched which is only what is it called again? I Unabomber. Can't it's not called Unabomber. The mind of the Unabomber is it the, the Netflix Manhunt. one. Manhunt. Manhunt. No. Manhunt. It's called Manhunt. I'm thinking of Mindhunter. Oh, I love Mindhunter. We loved Mindhunter. Okay, wait. No, I think it's called Manhunt. Search for the Unabomber. I watched the whole thing. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. It's an interesting series mm-hmm. because. It just is about the whole search for the Unabomber. Yes. Because they could not freaking find him. Yeah. Like, he was that good. Yeah. Okay? Look, he was <laughs> that good. The Unabomber was that bitch. <laughs> but what was so amazing about it was the guy who played the Unabomber. It's Paul Bettany, right? Oh, my God. He was amazing. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason to watch that. Well, that's not the only reason. Like, it's an interesting story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like, that was how they, the way that they, am I spoiling it? I'm allowed to spoil it, right? Because he's been caught. It's a matter of history. <laughs> I mean, he's been caught. <laughs> he's caught, right? Sorry, ladies. He's in jail. <laughs> Is he okay? Because jails are hot spots for Corona. No. So here's the deal. Thoughts and prayers to the Unipopper. <laughs> he was, the way they caught him was like, how he um, talked yeah. in his letter, in his manifesto. Yes, yeah. it was dialect, linguistics. And like they might be like, like if you were going to threaten someone and you were like, y'all, I'm going to get up into <laughs> some trouble <laughs> with a bomb tonight. Y'all, you know, going to give us some trouble. <laughs> it's, it's the federal building tonight. Uh, y'all, my manifesto is going to get up into some trouble tonight. And then they're like, oh my gosh, it's Paul F. Tompkins. It's Paul F. Tompkins because he... Says, y'all, someone's going to get up in some trouble. I want to say this, and I don't know. This is, I'm sure this is because (laughs) this is so, it's dramatized. You know, it's not a documentary. (laughs) Right. But the, in the document, in the, in the, in the series. Yeah. The guy that cracks it. Mm hmm. He's from Philadelphia. Oh, the, you mean the real person? Yes, the real person. Well, in the series. What do you mean? I mean, yes, it's based on a real person, but I'm saying in the series. I'm not, I don't, no. I don't know if the, Are you talking about the actor? I'm going to stop you right there. He is not. Because I'm going to explain it. Okay. And then you'll, and then you'll understand it. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm listening. Ear emoji. The ca- <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> Lay it on me, brother. <laughs> the character in the series who is based on a real person. Uh-huh. 
the way he cracks it uh-huh. and realizes it's a, it's a dialectic linguistic thing mm-hmm. is because he's from Philadelphia and people make fun of him for saying water. Really? Yes. Was that in the series? Yes, it was. Now, I don't expect you to remember. Why would you? To me, it meant a great deal. <laughs> I just remember that that actor was, is like originally from Australia. Yeah. And was like so not Philly. <laughs> no. And th- the only word he pronounced was in a Philly accent was water. <laughs> it's like when you see Dominic West on The Wire and he he has that sort of very neutral accent. And then all of a sudden he says, Balmer. Oh, yeah. Balmer. <laughs> Yeah. Why? Why do you pronounce every other English word perfectly distinctly? But uh, no shade on Dominic. He's awesome. We love him. Look, this is a Dominic West household. Oh, I am. It a always big... has been, or it always will. Guys, Les Mis on PBS. Good wreck. So good. Good wreck. I yelled into the microphone. Oh my god, but that is Domin- a good recommendation. Dominic West as Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean is like holy shit. Yeah, he's great. It's a great adaptation. Okay. Anyway, my point is. The Unabomber. The Unabomber. The Unabomber. <laughs> Say it with us. The Unabomber. <laughs> it's time for some Unabomber ASMR. Unabomber. Unabomber. Technology has come. Oh, I'm saying like you can't extricate yourself from corporate interests, culture, lifestyle. Yeah. It's because extremely we, difficult. The reason that like if you're an American, then that is. That's just like part of your life. Like, mm-hmm. like if you're going to go into some insane rabbit hole of like, I'm going to boycott this or that, then you, cause you won't be able to do it. I yeah. promise you, you won't. And the wire is a good reference and I'll tell you why. Thank you. They follow the money mm-hmm. quote, right? Right. FCM. Like they don't know what all Stringer Bell owns and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And neither do you. You don't know who what Jeff Bezos owns. Like you would have to go on like a, like go to the library and sit down and get this and like follow like the LL. I don't know like, that you have to go to the library anymore. Or like the <laughs> Listen, I'm just You have just to look saying, at microfiche. I'm saying be aware, be, you know, do what you can, but like also like don't be a slave. Don't be a slave to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it becomes it, it is extremely difficult to Disentangle yourself from all evil corporations. Yes. But that said, there are certain places where you can draw the line yourself and say, you know what? I'm just not going to use that company anymore because, you know, I can't I can't get it out of my head that they do these things or whatever. Um, Amazon is like a tricky one because like you'll never you'll never make a dent in it. Like I know. And also it's such a drop in the bucket. I like the product. Do you know what? Well, but the products what I'm trying to do now is try to find things from the original source. Mm-hmm. We become addicted to Prime and getting things fast. Oh, yeah. We watched a Prime show last night. But now, but here's the thing I'm going to watch Mrs. Maisel when it comes. I'm going to watch season. <laughs> you think I'm not going to watch Mrs. Maisel? If you, you think she's not going to watch Mrs. Maisel, you better shut the fuck up. You can pry my Kindle from my cold dead hands is yeah. what I say. So there, I know. Okay. Here's my point. Is that... You want to cut out the middleman. Do the, as much as you can, as much as you can. Do the things that you can do. There, look, there's other, you know, readers. There's other e-readers. It's not up to us. Here's the thing. Here's what I say. Well, here's what I say. Okay. I know people say vote with your pocketbook. Here's what I say: vote. Mm-hmm. Because if you vote for lawmakers that break up monopolies and have like on, you know, like on the same page as you, mm-hmm. that's how you're going to affect 
change because the only entity big enough to take on something like that is our tax. Yeah, I know. But then it's it's here's the I I wish I wish it were that simple. And I wish I could trust we could trust our our government. I know because of lobbies, because of lobbyists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. I think it's a little bit of everything. I think you have to do a little bit of everything. You know, of course you have to vote, but I do think like if you can avoid like I would love to go to 365 mm-hmm. to get some groceries because they have self-checkout. Mm-hmm. Just go in there, grab like a six pack of ginger ale and check mm-hmm. it out myself, be in and out. But that's an Amazon property and they're on strike, you know, because they're their workers are being treated terribly. And I was like, well, at least I can do that. I can not go to that store and go to a different store you know, but even though it's not I, as convenient and we want to wait like longer, at least that store treats their employees really well. You know, we with go to the our, other store, the yeah, other store. Yelsons. Well, because we go yeah. to the store where they're unionized and their union is yes. effective. Yeah. And they clearly treat their people well. But and I don't know. We're pro-union because we're in we're in guilds. Exactly. But and we come we come from people in, in unions. And yeah, my, you know, I mean, like. Coal, coal miners. I mean, like I'm pro union. Although I grew up in a state that's right to work, and it makes me want to vomit every day yeah. that it is. But I don't know. Maybe things will change. Unions wouldn't have to exist if if there was reg- oversight in the first place. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of oversight. But yes, it would make things a lot easier. Right. I mean, the unions at least take care of the if, individual if the, industries. Yes. In if, which- if the idea wasn't we are out to screw people as much as possible to make as much money as possible, then unions would not be necessary. But unfortunately, it absolutely is the law of the land. Yes. But anyway, and this was a weird. It's such a like weird like like double edged sword in a way because unions are also the reason why we might not get back to work for a really long time. Mm hmm. In yeah. our industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's their whole raison d'etre. They're supposed to keep us safe and everything. Exactly. Because, look, it's very tempting. Ugh, it's very tempting for us. If they reopen things, not tomorrow, but let's say they reopen things in two months. Mm-hmm. I would still feel very weird about going onto a set. Oh. And I would. Yeah. But, of course, you want to work. You know, I want to work and like, I think what's going to have to happen is if they say, listen, we're going to, we're going to make sets as safe as we freaking can. Mm -hmm. I think like you are going to have to be honest with yourself and confront the fact that you're actually putting yourself in a certain amount of risk, like the essential workers at grocery stores and the essential workers in hospitals and the essential workers you know, driving trucks around the country and keeping the supply chains open and the delivery. I mean, like there's so many essential workers who are still able to navigate this. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I think what's going to have to happen is, are we going to have to say at some point, Hey, we're essential workers because they ran out of content and we're Americans and we're used to content. (laughs) I'm serious. God, can you imagine if we run out of content? That's what I heard. I listened to Larry Mantle. What? Yeah, I, on Larry Mantle the other day, he was actually, he did a whole show on the industry, like opening back up, and he, he wanted to hear from people who worked in the industry, and he had like industry people. Larry, we're not going to run out of content, Larry. No, he did. He Apparently, we are like in four months or Oh, we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Yeah, but are you, here's I'm sorry. What's, are here's you gonna what's wanna, good, though. Here's what's are good. Are you going to want to watch animated in, in, in Zoom and in, in reality <laughs> shit? Or whatever, like the circle or whatever. I understand what you're saying. Here's what's going to happen, though. Okay, I'm listening. 
ear emoji. <laughs> I'm listening. I can't remember what what my point was going to be. Is it because I? Okay, I you, don't, I, look, that's not for me to say. You, it's because you were going to say something. I, I was going to make a joke, but I can't remember. What my no, joke was. I said, are you going to want to listen to watch animated? And no, I heard that. Reality and circle. before that, I care. And I said we're going to run out in four months, and then you said, here's what's going to happen. Is that? That helping. didn't help. I forgot what I was going to say. I'm saying it again. I'm trying to back up. I'm trying to rewind. I understand. I think we have to go back first. The Larry Mantle Lake interviewed heads of industry. <laughs> ways. First of all, Larry, stay out of our business. Larry Mantle. Stay if in your listening. lane, Larry. Larry Mantle, if you're listening. <laughs> no, he, he said, I am a member of SAG-AFTRA at the beginning of the, the show. Why is he a member? Because what? he's radio. Was he in a Marvel movie? No, radio. <laughs> yes, I understand. Radio. That's the R and Aftra. Isn't that fun? Fun trivia. And you know what? I can't believe we don't have reality people yet in our union. I don't want to get up into this with SAG Aftra, but we Gabrielle got some- Carteris. <laughs> I don't want to get into this with you. You're, you're doing, doing the, the best, best you can. can. All right. I think. Wait, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> we got to wind it up. Come on. I know. You I'm wanna- just now feeling my buzz. Uh, that's why we have to wind it up. <laughs> <laughs> I know why. Do you know? Should we tell listeners what the truth is? Well, the truth is, I want to keep us to our usual time, but also running time. But also, I'm a happy. Do, this is a happy hour. A happy hour recording. This is a very special episode. I know. We're not doing a sunset recording. We're doing happy hour because someone scheduled <laughs> a comedy bang bang. I was at Scott Ackerman, my dear dear friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he asked me to do Comedy Bang Bang, and originally it was at 5 o'clock, and I said, of course. And then he said, could you do 7 o'clock? And I said, well, now I have to talk it over with my wife. Stay at Homekins time, okay? And but you know what? We, and I you, said, you said, I'm feeling in a... Flexible mood. A flexible mood. And so, so I differ. This is what... We didn't even talk about our bike ride. Oh, the bike ride. We got a little, we got a little too into pandemic talk, I think. No, we didn't. We only yeah. talked about the. We had to talk about the washer and the dryer and the. No, but then we talked about your Twitter fight. The, no, that was gold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember talking about the pandemic. We talked. We were talking about working and that's all not that the stuff. Pan- that's just whatever. You don't see. You know what? The People want to know because they want content after the fourth month. Just as much as of we course want they do. Well, we're the ones to bring it to them. Uh, Hollywood executives. If you're listening, if you're first of all, Hollywood executives, if you're listening, mm-hmm. are one of you the ones <laughs> who told Paul cold, cold water is too much of a shock on his system? And if you are, mm-hmm. what was the pitch? Yeah. So there you go. And we're going to turn the lights out. <laughs> And then you come forward, <laughs> you say who you are, and then we'll turn the lights back on. No questions asked. And by the way, I've got an idea for you. <laughs> it's called You, you Get What You Pay For. for. Right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. <laughs> thank you so much for the nice everything. Yeah. It's nice to hear from everyone. And, and uh, If we you hope- have an appliance that breaks, just charge it. Charge it on a card. If you don't have any balance left. If you have an appliance that breaks, have someone bring a new one over. <laughs> Just call a man to bring one to your home. Get a girl. <laughs> Get a girl to call the man. Get a girl. <laughs> By the way, that is one of my favorite things that like rich people might say. Get a girl? 
Yeah. Like if you're like, I don't know, like what? I don't think I could do that. Like that seems like so much. And they're like, no, you get a girl. (laughs) To do what? Whatever you need. You just get a girl. You just get a girl, and and you're fine. And then they do the dishes while you do AMC. I want to put you, you write, better get girl. <laughs> while you write your great American novel, right? Any, any, anyway, any anyway, get your get your appliances. Um, thank you for listening. If you see a manifesto out there that has a signature Paul F. Tompkins catchphrase in it, why are you trying to get me caught? <laughs> well, you know the Unabomber, and you know is- you can't testify against me. Well, you know, the Unabomber's biological brother Mm -hmm. is the reason. Yeah. For the season. season. (laughs) Never forget him. I wish we could go back to saying the Unabomber's biological brother. (laughs) But did you also know, this is the the thing about, y'all watch the Unabomber thing. Yes, watch that. Are you about to start a new thread of conversation? I just want to say the one thing that was so... (laughs) like amazing about the Unabomber story is that he was like fucked with by the government. Mm -hmm. Like there was like an experiment done on him or something. Let's, let's wrap it up. (laughs) I'm having so much fun. I know. We're going to have fun later. Dang it. Comedy bang bang. I'm going to do comedy bang bang. That'll be done. Then our evening is free. I'm going to be passed out by then. Please don't be. I'm going to go eat some pot. Okay. (laughs) All right. And maybe you will do the same, dear listener. All right. Stay safe. Stay Stay sane. And and stay stay at home. Oh. Oh, it's not stay at home. It's stay at home. Stay inside. Yeah, we're stay at home. (laughs) But stay inside is better. All right. All right. Stay safe. Stay stay sane. And stay stay inside. inside. (laughs) Oh, love yourselves.